Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Friends, like I said at the beginning of Mass, today we celebrate the feast day of St. Francis of Assisi, who I know is beloved by many of us. Um, Probably my earliest Catholic memory of a saint is of St. Francis, because my grandparents had the St. Francis bird bath in their backyard. You know the one, right? I just remember seeing that thing and being like, who is that guy? Anyway, I was reading some of the accounts of his life and his death uh, the last few days, looking at uh, just stuff for this homily, and I was just struck by the story of his death. I was struck by the story of his death. Um... Of course, his life was incredible. I mean, there's any number of features of his life that we could focus on. The, the, the kissing of the leper that was so pivotal in his, his conforming himself to the Beatitudes, Christ inviting him to serve the poorest of the poor, the, the scene where Francis has this dramatic breakup with his father, his disinheritance where he strips himself in the town square, letting go of all of his finery, and the bishop wraps him with the cloak around him. Think about the, the Francis thinking of himself as the herald of the poor Christ, the, ki- the great king. Think about Francis banding together these brothers to join him or the, the scene of him praying in front of the image of Christ in the San Damiano ch- chapel where f- Jesus says to him from the cross, Francis, rebuild my church, which you can see is in ruins. And Francis takes that literally and begins rebuilding that actual chapel. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, my church, Francis, my church, which he does. Or Francis receiving the stigmata, you know, the the wounds of Christ in his body, or his attempt to convert the sultan, which is an amazing story. On and on the list goes. But like I said, there was something about reading about his death that was uh, really striking and radiantly beautiful and powerful. So, when Francis of Assisi's death was approaching... According to one of the Franciscan biographers, his name was Thomas Solano, Francis instructed his brothers, quote, When I am dying, lay me naked on the ground, and let me lie there after I am dead for the length of time it takes to, it takes to walk one mile unhurriedly. It's an interesting instruction, right? And Francis' brothers, they honored his request. They after he did finally die and go to the Lord, they placed his body on the ground and he remained there for about 30 minutes. But not long before he finally passed and before he took his last breath, Francis invited all of creation to join him in praising God. He asked his brothers to join him in praising and singing that canticle of creation that he wrote where he sings the praises of Brother Sun and Sister Moon and all of the aspects of creation including even Sister Death, who in the poem Francis speaks about as a dear friend, a long-awaited friend. It's just a very striking image. I was meditating on this image of Francis, lying naked on the ground, his eyes smiling, his eyes bright, his heart filled with the praises of God, singing the goodness of creation, seeing himself in harmony with the, all of God's creatures, seeing his body marked with the wounds of Jesus, the wounds in his hands, the wound in his side, the wounds in his feet. As I was meditating on this image of him lying there, he must have looked 
I mean, for the brothers surrounding him, he must have appeared so much like Jesus. They must have thought he looked so much like Jesus, his master, right? Jesus who entered the world and left the world naked. We always depict the Lord on the cross with a little loincloth just for, you know, decorum and sensibilities, but Romans didn't offer that kind of dignity to their victims. He was crucified naked. He entered the world naked. He left the world naked. Jesus' body, which was pierced and bleeding, and his heart that was filled with praises of the Father. What I was, what I was drawn to reflect on while meditating on Francis for his feast day today was, was just this fact that like the mission, the goal of the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit's always trying to accomplish in our lives is the Christification of our own personal humanity. The Holy Spirit is trying to Christify us, to imprint upon us the pattern of Jesus, his life, his death, his resurrection, that we would put on the mind of Christ, as St. Paul says, that our heart would be filled with the charity of Christ, that our hearts would be likened unto his, that we would love like him and speak like him and think like him and look like him. Right? That's what the Holy Spirit does, the Christification of our individual personal humanity. Like, what did Jesus look like as a poor friar in the 12th century? He looked like Francis. What did Jesus look like as a nun serving the poorest of the poor? He looked like Mother Teresa. I'm pointing to the statue over there. It's not Mother Teresa's over there. I'm pointing to the statue. He looked like Mother Teresa. What did he look like as a pope? He looked like Pope St. John Paul II. You know, like, what does Jesus look like in our modern day? He, he ought to look like you. That's the whole point. St. Francis was most certainly another Christ, an alter Christus, which is what we're all called to be by our baptism. I'm reminded of words from Archbishop Fulton Sheen, who is another man upon whom God's hand was, was quite mighty. But Fulton Sheen said that as we die and we come to stand before the Father, the Father will look at us and he will ask us this. He'll say, show me your hands. Do they have scars from giving? Show me your feet. Are they wounded in service? Show me your heart. Have you left a place for divine love? You look at St. Francis the father would have immediately recognized his son looking at St. Francis. Would that be true of us? Amen.